Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So the jobs numbers just came out this morning and blew away expectations. Let's get right into this story from CNBC and check it out. Headline. Whoa, no, no. Oh, shoot. I didn't mean to show you that one. That's the next story. <laughs> That's the wah, wah, wah story. So we'll start with the woohoo story. A jobs report shows increase of 517,000 in January, crushing estimates as unemployment rate hit 53 year low. You have to go all the way back to 19. 19- 69. And like the title of the video said, I want to go through these two articles and then ask the question, what does the Fed do now? Are they going to pause in light of this new information? Are they going to quote unquote pivot in 2023? Or does this mean they'll take rates higher and higher and higher and go up to who knows? 5.25, 5.5%. We've got to think through these possibilities. So anyway, let's get back to this article. Key talking points. January jobs showed non-farm payroll increased by 517, far higher than the 187,000 187, market estimate. And that is an incredible number. They estimated 187,000 and they got 517. Makes you wonder who are these people that are doing the estimations <laughs> or if they're kind of maybe cooking the books there on the jobs numbers. I think there's some things that would suggest that could be happening. I'm not implying that it is. But when you look at the headline number compared to the household survey, it's a little suspicious. More on that in a moment. Okay. Unemployment rate fell to 3.4% versus the estimate of 3.6. Like I said, that is the lowest jobs level or the lowest unemployment rate since May of 1969. It was led by leisure and hospitality that added 128,000 jobs to lead all sectors. Other significant gainers, professional business services, 82,000, government, uh, I like to see that, 74,000, and healthcare at 58,000. Unemployment picture started off 2023 on a stunningly strong note with non-parm Non-farm payrolls posting biggest gains since July of 2022. Michelle Mayer, chief U.S. economist at MasterCard, said it was a phenomenal report. This brings into question how we're able to see that level of job growth despite some of the other rumblings in the economy. The reality is it shows there's still a lot of pent-up demand for workers where companies have really struggled to staff appropriately. I mean, my initial reaction is this is this is bullwhip effect in full in full force. But let's keep moving on down the article. Today's oh, here we go. And, and this is, I think, something that could be shining a light <laughs> on what may be the what might be driving this blowout number. What might be going on behind the scenes here? Here's a quote from Jul- Julia. Pollock, today's job report is almost too good to be true. Hmm. (laughs) Well, if it's too good to be true, maybe it's not real, or maybe that should at least get us scratching our head a little bit. So here's the breakdown of the actual 
numbers, year over year percentage change in average hourly earnings. Okay, so that goes up. Again, I would assume this is still, this year over year, so 4.4. Yeah, so we're still under the rate of inflation, the current CPI, I should say. Today's report is an echo of 22's, 2022's surprisingly resilient job market, beating back recession fears. Yeah, and like I've been saying on this channel, I think this is kind of the way it plays out. We get some good economic data, good jobs numbers, and then everyone gets on the side of the boat where they're like, oh, that recession thing, that was fake news. The recession's dead. We're never going to have one of those again. And just when they start saying that, boom, that's when you get blindsided by that left hook from Mike Tyson. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So this is the, we'll call it good news. I think there's reason to be suspicious to say the least, but at surface level, this seems like the economy is booming. So like I said in this tweet, and Josh, I don't know if you saw this, but I think uh, you might like it. Let me go over to my Twitter feed. And I point out that who knew the best way to stimulate an economy was to shut down the economy. Did you know that, Josh? I did, in fact, not know that. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about that. If you really want the economy to do well, you've got to just shut it down, and then it's just going to boom. So just make a note of that for future reference, please. All right. In other news, U.S. credit card debt jumps 18.5% and hits a record $930 billion. You say, well, George, maybe that's because... Everyone has all these amazing jobs and the unemployment rate is so low that they're just spending money like a drunken sailor. It's just because the economy is booming. Don't you see? Okay. But then you read the key talking points and it says, as balance rise, so have delinquencies. Hmm. Weird. So the job market is absolutely on fire. It's the best job market we have seen since 19. 69. I mean, business is booming to such a degree that they literally cannot find enough people to service the demand. While at the same time, credit card debt spikes to almost a trillion dollars, a trillion. While at the same time, delinquencies on credit card debt explode higher as well. Now you could say that, well, George, this is a nominal number. And therefore, that would make sense. Okay, but I think we have to look at that unemployment rate as an outlier because all the rest of the data that we have 
even if this is just a nominal number, it's not adjusted for inflation, it still suggests that the economy is not on fire. Something is going on beneath the surface here that we need to investigate. My guess is when you look at the household survey, that's probably a little bit more accurate. And my guess would be that people are taking on two and three jobs because their real wages, although their nominal wages have gone up, their real wages have gone down significantly as a result of consumer price inflation. Therefore, their purchasing power has decreased, which means instead of just one job to make ends meet, they need two, three. And so then you got to look at the flip side of the coin from the employers and say, okay, well, yeah, I get that, George, but then why are the employers hiring all of these people? And I think that goes back to the bullwhip effect that people still have significant amount of additional purchasing power in the form of artificial purchasing power. So they're, I think their long-term purchasing power, what I'm saying, has gone down because their wages that are sustainable, meaning their job, has decreased relative inflation. But that gap, that delta, was more than filled by stimulus or not having to pay their bills. And that is still working its way through the system. That's the only thing that I can figure out that would kind of reconcile all of these numbers. But I wanted to go over that with you guys when these numbers came out and kind of think through it. I think what we need to mull over next is because the Fed puts such an emphasis on the headline unemployment rate, will this prompt them to leave rates higher or continue to increase interest rates in the light of everything else that's going on, which would suggest that they should pause now, maybe even should have paused in 2022. This is very interesting from a standpoint of macroeconomics. And I think that no one can tell the future, but my base case is that we get some extreme economic fireworks throughout the rest of 2023. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.